Welcome back to the Luminous Podcast. I'm Father Chad Jarnigan, Rector of Luminous Parish. Glad you're here with us for 2019. We kick off the year with the Feast of Epiphany. Here we go. From the beginning of the year, I want to make sure that we give acknowledgement to those that we use for music. Most of the time, I have a personal connection with the folks that we use. Today, it's Young Oceans. This is Eric Marshall's project. I've gotten to know Eric over the last several years. He's a brilliant artist and fits within this this concept of texture and sonic appreciation that I have come to implement into my life. It's textures and layers of electric and string and ambience. And uh, man, it's just really, really good. This is I Will Be Still off of an earlier project. Go check Young Oceans out. And from time to time as we go through this year, I want to make sure that we're intentionally using uh, bands and artists that have a sacramental undertone, if not blatantly just liturgical in their in their form. I'm fascinated by how many people over the last couple of years from the Luminous Podcast have reached out to us to say, who is this? And most of the time we put that in the show notes. But from time to time, I guess it gets missed. As we begin a brand new year, we start with Epiphany. This is the coming of the Magi to acknowledge that this is Christ the King born in a manger. And we're going to begin by looking at Matthew 2, 1 through 12, just a bit. And then we're going to really look at more of the concept of epiphany and the beginning of a new year, especially in relation to Luminous Parish or wherever you are that you're listening. I have found that we have folks listening from about 25 different states and four different countries which is pretty fascinating. And that's just from what I know from those that have reached out. So Matthew 2, this is the visit of the wise men. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. And when Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, all of Jerusalem with him. And with the assembly, all of the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where Christ was to be born. And they told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, 
for he it is written and O you O Bethlehem and the land of Judah are by no means least among the rulers of Judah for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and asserted from them the time in which the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. And after listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came and rested over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. This is the gospel of our Lord. We finished Christmastide the day before Epiphany. Now many of you have probably had your Christmas decorations down for the last few days, maybe. But those of us that are hardcore try our best to keep things up for 12 days of Christmas, culminating at the Feast of Epiphany gives us permission to tear things down and begin a new year. And we start this brand new calendar year with lots of Hopes, maybe some goals and dreams, aspirations. We're going to interweave some of this idea and this concepts just for the last uh, few minutes. Like Christ the King Sunday, Epiphany is one of those relatively rare days in the Christian calendar in the year in which the gospel reading is always the same. And although this has long been a major feast in the church the special importance especially importance of the eastern orthodox tradition only matthew makes any mention of the strange event in which it's based the definition of an epiphany a sudden intuitive perception of or insight into the reality or essential meaning of something usually initiated by some simple or commonplace occurrence or experience. Does this sound familiar for our context? It could be a literary work or section of a work presenting, usually symbolically, such a moment of revelation or insight. In this light, everyone is searching for something. 
Epiphany helps us to define what many of us have difficulty articulating. God is with us. Even when we may not feel it or think it. Epiphanic moments are those times when quite suddenly something of great importance strikes us unexpectedly. At the Feast of Epiphany, we commemorate and celebrate the moment at which the universal importance of the Jewish religion is, for the first time, revealed to the whole world. When the birth of a historical Jesus is revealed to be the incarnation of the eternal Son of God. All the rumors, all the prophecies, all the hopes, all of it, everything coming true. Maybe this year, we can begin to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. To learn, to hope, to be who we are compelled to be. I would like to suggest a few things beginning this year, especially if those of you listening are in our weekly rhythm of the parish. And if you're not, I would hope that this could apply to your own personal context. But one, lean into the life and rhythm of your community consistently specifically for those of us around Franklin, Nashville, or part of the parish, lean into the life and rhythms of Luminous consistently. Spiritual health doesn't solely occur in isolation, but in communion. Communion, obviously, with God, but with one another, because God is with us. Embrace the Anglican way and its rhythms, unapologetically, there is something about losing our reservation and finally leaning from curiosity to intentionality in communion. As a parish, our values are beauty, communion, and peace. Over the coming weeks, we're going to discuss these in more detail. Secondly, when a course or class resonates, make an effort to be a part. Even if it's a sacrifice of your time and attention. You will be a part of a conversation that is meant for spiritual health and growth. And thirdly, quite easily lean into the daily office. You can do this wherever and whoever you are. Begin with one or two psalms each week. 
realize that in doing so, you are joining many believers all around the world who are doing the same. You're not alone. God is with us. And also, if you would like to inquire about counseling or therapy, and this goes for anyone listening, I am available to help assess the best way forward. I offer spiritual counsel, discipleship, and insight. And if further professional therapy is needed and necessary, we have several vetted resources available for you. Many of us have gotten to the point in our life where we have tried and failed. We have fallen down, gotten back up again, so much so that maybe we have been left a little disoriented or just plain fatigued. Fatigued with having to feel like we have to try so hard. This goes for any context. But from a spiritual perspective, let me just say, It is not for us to own the yoke that is heavy and cumbersome. It is not about our performance. It is not about how much we've tried and how much we've failed. That is the wrong religious yoke. Christ said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. It is not our performance. It is our communion. Friends, if nothing else in 2019, may we let go of the man-made religious entrapments. May we find peace and healthy spirituality that is found in a gospel-centric life. Though there will be times of uncomfortable epiphanies or uncomfortable settings that is for the spirit to compel and refine us there is peace there is comfort there is a healthy way forward as the magi find their way to the Christ child And in their dream, they realized Herod's intent. He was threatened. And his only intention was to remove the threat with harm. May you find peace and spiritual health in 2019. May you understand that it doesn't come from happenstance or coincidence but from intentionality, healthy rhythms, and nutrition. You can find out more about Luminous at LuminousParish.com. You can reach me, chad at LuminousParish.com. We would love to see you any Sunday at 4 p.m. in downtown Franklin. May the peace of our great God be with you, and may you share this peace with everyone that you meet. 